If you're one of those people who aren't ready to start celebrating yet, I get it. I mean, to be honest, I don't get it, but you do you. Make your playlist now, and then you'll be ready when you do decide it's time. Hey, I'm Deanna Seymour, a mom, a business owner, and a lady trying to love her body just the way it is. Here's the thing. We all know you've gotta make mistakes to learn, but sometimes it can feel like you're the only one getting it wrong. Am I right? I'm on a mission to change that, because guess what? Nobody's perfect. So let's laugh, learn, and celebrate our mistakes at the imperfect party. I had a friend that would say, Christmas, nailed it, whenever they'd drive past a house with Christmas decorations. Eventually, her kids started saying it from the back seat, too. It rubbed off of me, and now Ruby says it. Well, I decided to make you a cute little downloadable 4x6 photo file that you can print off and drop in people's mailboxes if you want to spread a little holiday cheer. You can print some and then hit the road in your car and sprinkle those awards around your neighborhood. You can grab it at deannaseymour.com backslash nailed it. All right, some people get a little cranky when people start celebrating Christmas too early. I just want to say bah humbug to that. bitches (laughs) we start early in this house I don't think I start as early as some people but I will admit that I like to have my decorations up by Thanksgiving break so as a teacher that's a time when I have a few extra days off in a row so to me it just makes sense to already be ready to roll when that vacation break happens I usually put up the trees the weekend before Thanksgiving and you know put out all the little knickknacks I put the lights on the tree, but we wait until a little later in December to actually put up all the ornaments. I did go a little crazy last Christmas, after Christmas sale, and buy a few extra trees uh, that were on super duper clearance. Honestly, I can't remember how many. I'm thinking maybe three, definitely two. I don't know. One is definitely (laughs) either rose gold or silver. It's really hard for me to remember. I mean, Y'all, I was filling up my cart like I had won the Nickelodeon Super Toy Run. Is that what it was called? Back when we were little. Do you remember that? You get like a few minutes to run around the toy store and grab whatever you wanted. I feel like stuff was like 90% off. I just went crazy. So it'll be like Christmas morning when I go up in the attic and pull down all that stuff. But I will keep you posted for sure. Anywho, today I want to talk about my top five favorite Christmas songs. This was a really hard list for me to make because y'all. I love Christmas music. If you already know me, you're like, duh, that's a given. I mean, I don't want you coming at me telling me that I forgot something because I'm sure your top five list is awesome too. And to be honest, you'd be hard pressed to find a Christmas song I don't love. But these ones hold a special place in my heart for different reasons. So just back off. All right. (laughs) Okay. These are my top five in no particular order because I can't get that specific. So I'm just going to jump right in. Are y'all ready? Number one, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. I mean, duh, right? This one has a couple of great memories attached to it. But the most memorable one, I think, is with me and my best friends, Gianna and Natalie, having a little sing-off competition. I hope you girls are listening. (laughs) All right. Well, really, Gianna wasn't in the competition. She was the judge, the um, reluctant judge. Let me put it that way. Okay. Picture this. Richmond, 2003, maybe? I don't know, four? 
Natalie, Gianna, and I have been hanging out at my apartment. Maybe we had some dinner. We definitely had some drinks. Gianna was just trying to rest on the couch, bless her little heart, trying to fall asleep. (laughs) And Natalie and I were replaying the Christmas song, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, over and over again, taking turns singing that intro. You know, the... <laughs> there is just one thing All right, I'll stop. <laughs> That's the intro, and we just kept singing it over and over again, making Gianna commit to a winner. I feel like she was very reluctant to commit to a winner because she knew whoever she didn't pick was going to have something to say about it. Um, and I think, I mean, I feel like maybe she ended up picking some winners back and forth. I feel like there was some arguing. I don't know. It was crazy. I think we scarred Gianna for life and she probably hates that song. Like, I don't, maybe not probably, but most definitely hates that song. I mean, it was a good time. Natalie and I would do those competitions often. Uh, we would refer to them as American Idol contests, but it didn't. To make any sense to call it that because that's not how the show American Idol works. I mean, can you imagine if every contestant got up and sang the same song? Like, it would be ridiculous. But we do feel like it might be more of a great scientific, accurate comparison, right? You got to hit those same notes. So maybe American Idol should consider that sort of format where everyone has to sing the same song. Anyways. Poor Gianna. I feel bad for her, but I still freaking love that song. It's a good one, y'all. It's classic. Oh, and a side note. Dolly Parton just came out with a new holiday album, Holly Dolly Christmas, where she sings that song with Jimmy Fallon. It's good. Obviously, it's Dolly. I love anything Dolly does. Spoiler alert, you're going to hear a little bit of Dolly later on in this episode, but nothing can top that hit by Mariah Carey. Okay, number two, Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight by the Ramones. This is a good one because it can really just mix up that flow on your Christmas playlist. So a lot, you know, everybody's like used to all the songs, they all know it, and then this one, boom, pops out of nowhere. And it's kind of one most people aren't familiar with, but it still has all the references you need for a catchy Christmas song. It's got the jingle bells. It mentions Rudolph, mentions Santa. You got all the hits in there in that fun Ramon sort of way. So it's also special to me because the first dance at my wedding was a Ramon song. And I don't know. I just like it. It's one of the first ones I think of to play when the season hits. So it made my list. Check it out if you haven't heard it yet. All right, number three. <laughs> Matt is not a fan of this one, but it's from my childhood, and I feel like when things are from your childhood, you just have a connection with them that other people will just never understand, so sorry, not sorry. Okay, number three is Thistle Hair, The Christmas Bear by Alabama. That's right, y'all. We gone country on this one. So this is one, like I said, it just brings me right back to my childhood. I can just see that red cassette tape. Well, the cassette tape wasn't red, but the case, you know, the... um paper that slid in there. Just a plain red, Christmas red cover with big gold letters across the front, Alabama. 
I honestly don't really even remember much else off that album. I don't know how much we listened to it, but I was probably like five or six at the time. And man, I just thought Thistlehair the Christmas Bear sounded like such a cool guy. And I was always intrigued because he was just in that song. That's like the only place he existed at Christmas was in the song. So I never saw him. He wasn't, there was no books about this old hair. He, no Christmas TV specials. It was just the song and the way they described him. And it was just kind of a little bit of a mystery of like, I know how I'm picturing him, but I really wanted to see that thistle hair, the Christmas bear. And I never did. So maybe it was the intrigue that really made the song stick in my head. But it is a good one, I think. But it might also, fair warning, be really special to me. And if you checked it out, you might be like, Deanna, you're crazy. That thing is whack. But about 10 years ago, I made a mixed CD that I included with all my Christmas cards. Um, I went on a little kick for a few years where I was like all about making the best Christmas cards and cracking people up and whatever. That was really fun. And I gave them a mixed CD. And then this was um, a hidden track. So I was like making it, in my mind, even extra funny. So I literally added a long track of silence at the end of my mix and then boom hit him with a little thistle hair the christmas bear i just thought it was extra funny uh because it was random i don't think a lot of people know this song and it's just kind of funny and it was perfect little surprise at the end of that mix so that's number three y'all number four this is the girl i promised you at the top we're heading on in to number four Talking about Once Upon a Christmas by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. So I'm totally cheating here. Once Upon a Christmas is the name of the entire album. But I can listen to that whole album every single time. There, I can't, y'all can't force me to pick just one song off of that album. So I'm not going to do it. You can't do it. It's my podcast. I do what I want. And the whole album is probably only like 35 minutes. I mean, it's short. It's short. I mean, that is not, that's basically like one Pink Floyd song. So I think that I'm not really, you see how I bend the rules? You see how I bend the rules in life to fit what I want to do? Basically, the whole album is amazing. And if you don't know it, you should. It is what I would choose if I could only choose one Christmas album for the rest of my whole life. It would 100% be this one. I know that's a bold statement, but I definitely mean it. There are so many hits on that. Okay, do you know that one song when they're like, As Daddy stokes the fire and Mama puts the turkey on, Ain't nothing gonna slow me down this Christmas, I'll be home. <laughs> I'll be home with bells on. All right, let me stop. Uh, Hard Candy Christmas, hello. Lord is like a... Hard candy Christmas, I'm barely getting through you, <laughs> right? I mean, you guys are wondering why I haven't been on American Idol. And then there's the one where Kenny and Dolly are like lovers. They meet in the Christmas ski chalet. You know that one? You made this a Christmas to remember. Springtime feelings in the middle of December, right? Oh, oh what a Christmas to remember. <laughs> let me stop I know it's my podcast but probably like half the people just dropped off all right you get the point it's basically the best album ever if you love Dolly if you love Christmas you gotta know this album you gotta get it in high rotation ASAP all right number five there's only one more left this is a new one and it's special to me because it's special to Ruby 
And let me just say it. I'm trying to act like I'm on an award show and like reveal the number five sitch. This number five pick is called Candy Cane Lane and it is by Sia. You know, a chandelier lady. Obviously, I said this list is in no particular order, but I just feel like, and I mean, even if it was, I'm saying number five last, number one was first. So who knows? They're all just on the list. So Candy Cane Lane, I feel like, is going to end up being Ruby's Kenny and Dolly. We listen to her Christmas album all the time. And I just think as she grows up, she's going to look back at the Sia album and be probably singing it on her future podcast. So just wait for that to drop in, you know, 2040. I don't know. (laughs) 2050. I don't know when she'll make a podcast. Maybe never. All right. So the song Candy Cane Lane basically taught Ruby all her colors. So it goes red and yellow and pink and green, orange and purple and blue. Christmas is waiting for you. And when you say you, it's very important in the Seymour house. Whenever you sing that song, when they when they say you, you have to do a dr- very, very, very dramatic point at someone in the room. So, you know, I usually shy away from newer Christmas songs, but I already know and love the oldies and they are special to me. So it's kind of hard for a new, new album, new song, new anything to bust up in there because I'm already so set in my ways with my Christmas songs. But this one has some definite staying power. It is. Again, just like the Ramones, it touches on everything. It has songs about snowmen, and uh, there's a song on there called Puppies Are Forever, not just for Christmas. Hmm? What about that? That's really cute, too. So it's a great album. Candy Cane Lane, in my opinion, is the standout hit, but you should listen to the whole album and see what you think. So there we go. Those are my top five Christmas songs. I'm sure that I will record this and then I will be sitting around and be like, oh my gosh, I forgot. I forgot this. I forgot this. Like I said in the beginning, I freaking love all Christmas songs. But um, I hope maybe this list helped you discover a few new ones that might be your faves. Or maybe I reminded you of some that you also love and you can go dig them out. So here's your next step. You got to go make a playlist. If you're one of those people who aren't ready to start celebrating yet, I get it. I mean, to be honest, I don't get it. But you do you. (laughs) Make your playlist now and then you'll be ready when you do decide it's time. And if you're like me, make that playlist so you can just hit play right away, right? Also, it'd be fun if you just hit me up like on social media, email me, do whatever, and let me know your favorites. I want to learn a new Christmas jam to grab all the info from the show and links to all the different songs from today's episode. Check out the show notes at deannaseymour.com backslash seven. See you next time and happy early-ish holidays. Oh, and if you liked today's episode, can you do me a favor and click the subscribe button and leave a review? It'll help more women just like you join the party and you'll get an official imperfect party pin in the mail. Just saying. And remember, the beauties in the imperfections.